Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Joe O. Night 6 to 10. I get studs. Always down for some nine-inch ales to uh, start the evening. Broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studio, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. Feels like a gift from the gods. Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy speak, and they actually said more than I expected them to say. It did feel kind of pointless, but hey, beggars can't be choosers. Can't complain about Ryan Pace. Never come out uh, from his dungeon and leaving 1920 football drive to jump on a Zoom call. He did that today. Did he say a lot? Eh, no. But there are a few takeaways that I have here, and uh, we'll be doing that up until 7.45. We've got DePaul Marquette coming your way. Our coverage starting again at 7.45. Till then, I'll be hanging out, talking mostly about the Bears. And uh, for those of you that may have missed what was said earlier this afternoon, just a few hours ago. Welcome on in. Joe Ostrowski here at Joe0670 at Joe0670. Uh, you can hit me up on the score listener line, 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767. That is how you call and text the show. It is powered by BetQL, Bet Smarter and Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. A couple of big takeaways. One involves Allen Robinson, and the other one about the quarterback that's been here for a while. You know, the quarterback that we want them to just rip the Band-Aid off and please move on, but they were refusing to do that today. And, and I have an angle on why that is the case. So you have an idea what I'm going to say. It's about Mitchell Trubisky. Let's start there before we move on to the other quarterbacks. Because as expected, all the possible replacements, the potential QB1s for the 2021 Bears, I'm not going to talk about that. They're not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. You knew that going in. But they can separate themselves from Mitchell Trubisky, and it would be okay if they were to go down that road. You have a pulse. You're a big Bears fan. You understand what's been going on, not just this past year. It's been going on for a couple of years. The head coach wants nothing to do with that quarterback. And they're finally going to let him have a shot with somebody else. And he's going to be picking the groceries, right? Just reading between all the lines, everything they've been saying going all the way up to the very top. Matt Nagy's going to pick the next quarterback that they're going to be adding. Hopefully it's a couple of quarterbacks. Draft a guy, 
and sign or trade for a quarterback. Pace spoke first, so let's start with the general manager, even though in this specific situation, I think Matt Nagy is more so the general manager. But here's what Pace had to say about Mitchell Trubisky. Right now for us, everything's on the table in regard to the quarterback situation. And and honestly, that includes players on our current roster. That includes free agency, uh, trade, uh, the draft, and, and a combination of all those. So uh, we, have a, we have a plan in place, and now it's about uh, executing that plan. Have you made a determination uh, whether Mitch Trubisky will return uh, next year or whether you're interested in a return from him? Yeah, you know, again, that's that's going to be part of our offseason plan. And we're not going to lay all that out right now, Pat. You know, it's just uh, those are all in- internal uh, discussions we've had. But, uh, you know, I would say, again, everything's on the table with all the quarterbacks. Oh, you've made a determination. Come on now. Or at least your head coach made a determination. He told you. May not be something you agree with. You can collaborate, whatever your job is. Doesn't mean you're going to agree on everything. It's a fair assumption that they disagree on this one, but Matt Nagy's going to get his way. Well, let's listen from the head coach. What did he have to say about Trubisky? So Pace leaves the door open. Nagy was watching. He knows everything that Pace had to say. Then they uh, there was a break for about a half hour because Ryan Pace spoke at three and then Nagy spoke at four o'clock. Here's Matt Nagy's response to the Trubisky question. There's a lot of different ways that we could go right now, right? Whether it's with Mitchell, whether it's with Nick, uh, whether it's with, if it's with somebody outside and there's a lot of different ways that it could go. And I've always been a quarterback. I've always played the position my entire life. Uh, I, I, I have fun evaluating the position uh, and seeing what other players do well and don't do well and then how it fits into where we're at. Um, right now, we're literally in the thick of, of everything and just so many what if this, what if that. And it's our job to work together to make sure that we're dotting our I's and crossing our T's together. Everybody, not just Ryan and myself, but the coaches, the personnel uh, and talking through different scenarios. There's so many things involved, some things that are out there and some things that aren't out. And so I just go back to your original question. For me, I love the process. I really enjoy it. I feel like over time um, for myself, selfishly, um, you know, there's confirmation in that. And so that that part's what excites me. You said there's a lot of ways it could go referring to the quarterback situation. So what I'm curious is how many ways are there that you'll be confident with? Like how many options are there that you can point at right now today and say, you know what, I'm good with that. So what I would say to you, Brad, is on that is that there's, there's several and um, we we can't, can't get into that right now, but uh, there's, there's a, there's a lot of different, um, you know, when, what ifs, and there's a lot of different, okay, here we are, this is where we're at. And if it's, if it's X, you know, quarterback X, Y, or Z, including the guys that we discussed with Mitchell and, and Nick, what do we do to, to, to get this thing better? Cause in the end, we got to score more points and we got to score more touchdowns regardless of, of anything. And, and it's not just one position. It's not, it, it's, it's everywhere. And we feel like, with some of the younger guys that we drafted um, th- this past year and previous years, guys are really 
jumping into their specific roles and they can help multiply that quarterback position. They can help out. And, and so uh, without getting into the directions of every one of them, uh, I think the biggest thing is, you know, do we have a, a plan? Will we have a plan? Could things change? Absolutely. Without a doubt, things could change. And then we got to make sure from the coaching standpoint, right? Myself, Bill Lazor, Flip, we got to make sure offensively that we're always communicating with Ryan so that he understands where we're at and, and, and how, how it's a fit or not a fit. Bears head coach Matt Nagy meeting with the media today. That was about the that was a quarterback question, right? A lot they weren't answering, they weren't saying a whole lot. Matt Nagy would reveal a little bit, per usual, much more than uh, Ryan Pace and maybe Matt Nagy is a real gen- general manager as far as the quarterback decision that is made. I won't say it zero percent. In Matt Nagy's mind, it probably is at zero percent, but. The reason that I believe that they are just leaving the door cracked on Mitchell Trubisky, because, hey, coaching staff doesn't want him to return. They're moving on. They need to have some sort of a plan with the position, and they haven't had one. They had the Trubisky plan, and and that bombed. They haven't moved on to the next plan yet. Bringing in Nick Foles, training for Nick Foles at this stage in his career, that's not a plan. It's not a plan for the most important position. So apparently they were involved with Wentz. We don't know how involved. We'll never truly get all the details on that. Okay? Is there a chance that Russell Wilson's not dealt? Absolutely. He could be back. What about Deshaun Watson? Could he stay in Houston? If they really want to play hardball, sure. Absolutely. They could force him to say, stay in Houston and we'll see if he actually plays. Or he just goes to the places that offer the most assets in places like Miami or the New York Jets have uh, more and better assets than the Bears do. What about some other trade rumors we've heard out there? Apparently the Raiders are asking for a ton in exchange for Carr. Jimmy Garoppolo, is he going to be dealt? Matt Ryan. What about Big Ben? How are the Steelers handling that? I don't think he's going anywhere. But what are they going to end up doing there? It's maybe another option. Go the free agent route. Dak's probably not leaving Dallas unless they land one of these other quarterbacks, right? Fitzpatrick out there, Jameis Winston, Alex Smith. We've heard his name a lot the last couple of days. Oh boy, that was a steep drop off. Most of these names that I'm mentioning so far, before we got to Alex Smith, and Fitzpatrick and Jameis. They might all return to the same city they were in in 2020. All of them. They, you know, with the trade possibilities and free agency, there is a chance that the Bears can go 0 for 12, 0 for 13, 0 for 14 here. I know we're talking about like there's going to be all this wild movement and it's going to be so exciting. Well, we haven't seen that before. Not that much. You might see a couple of moves, but not this much. Not not what's being discussed. And all these guys, Watson, I, I think he'll be dealt, but I don't know that for sure. Russ, Carr, Jimmy G, Matt Ryan, if you're interested, Dak, all of them could stay. And then you can get your veterans for a one-year 
rental, maybe, like Fitzpatrick, Jameis, Alex Smith. Then you go really down. What, what if you miss on all those? What if Alex Smith has a couple of different options with quality offensive lines? Eh, yeah, I'll go there instead. Fitzpatrick, he'll want some weapons on the outside. It sounds like Allen Robinson is going to be back. We'll see where the other weapons on the offense. You could, They could miss out on t- their top 12 options that they have written down right now at 1920 Football Drive. That is a possibility. Now, if we get down to names like Tyrod Taylor, Jacoby Brissett, Bethard, are we all positive that those quarterbacks are upgrades over Mitchell Trubisky? I'm no Trubisky fan. And it it feels like the head coach moved on a while back, maybe 18 months ago. But I don't know that those are upgrades, do you? Are they really? Doesn't appear like it is. Bears are the desperate teams. But if you don't have a quarterback in this league, you're desperate. So there's some other ones too. How about the teams that were involved in those Wentz conversations? Or we thought... You know, Washington, are they not desperate? They have a championship defense today. Today. They're involved in the Stafford conversation. Same thing with Carolina. Coach going in uh, to year number two. Wants to get his offense installed. Well, Bridgewater was just viewed as the guy to get us through a year or two. A bridge. So I think that's why they're leaving the door cracked. It's probably a 0 point something percent chance that Mr. Trubisky returns. And it'd make us all feel better if they just ripped the Band-Aid off and they said, okay, it's over. He's a free agent. We wish him the best. But they decided not to go down that road. I think it's because they're worried. They're worried that they're not going to get a chance to get any of these guys, no matter how desperate they are, no matter what they're offering. Wouldn't you love to see the order on Pace's desk? What does that look like? Here's 1 through 10 in order. This is what we're hoping for. So they refused to go down that road. I don't think many of us expected them to say it's over. But maybe it would make us feel a little bit better. They're not going to shut down 80 options right now. That is not happening. You want to jump in, 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767. Hey, studs, can you pull up Matt Nagy uh, talking about the traits that he looks for in a quarterback? This this was interesting because we got a half hour of Ryan Pace saying, well, we have to respect the process. We can't talk about quarterbacks that are in other rosters or quarterbacks that are going to be available they don't want to give up any state secrets, right? So, but Matt Nagy was asked, okay, well, what are you looking for? What do you want to see in a quarterback? Here's Nagy. When I first got hired, Hub, you come into this thing, and um, you know, obviously Mitchell being our our young quarterback that's coming in, learning the system, uh, being able to give you the dual threat that can run, uh, but but can also has the arm and the ability to make every throw in the playbook, which he does. And, and so you start off there and you say that, but then as you go through it, right. 
and you start to see where your team is at uh, with your players and their, their strengths that they have and how it fits. Now you start kind of tweaking your offense a little bit to turn it into the Chicago Bears offense, right? And, and not necessarily the Kansas City offense. There's stuff that we like um, from that offense that, that we brought here. There's stuff we've gotten away from. There's stuff we've added it as far as this year in 2020. Um, but that, that would be one part is, is do you have versatility and being able to, to you don't have to be running all over the field, but, but have some, some movement. Great. If you don't, we'll work around that. The other part I'd say is decision-making every quarterback coach in, in the, in the world will tell you that, uh, it's when you make those decisions. I think situational football, y'all have heard me say it over and over is important with decision-making and, and then having the leadership skills and, and when I, when I say that, uh, every quarterback leads in different ways. I, I was around a guy with Alex Smith who was that happy medium where he wasn't a yeller and screamer at the guys, um, but he wasn't quiet. He was right down the middle. And every guy has kind of their own ways that they do it, but they all lead in a certain way and they multiply the players around them. And so I'd say leadership, uh, decision-making, and if you have some versatility uh, as a quarterback with your legs, great. If you don't, no problem. We can work around it. Hold on, coach. Nobody asked about Alex Smith. There's that Ian Rappaport report yesterday. Bears make a lot of sense. Okay, what do you look for in a quarterback? Um, Basically, Alex no, Smith is what I look pass. for. Hard pass. Alex Smith is what I look for is basically what he said. Some movement, but we could work around it. Alex Smith. All right, can't move. Uh, Decision-making, that's Alex Smith. Leadership skills, oh, let me tell you about Alex Smith as a leader. <laughs> Studs, sorry, man. I, I think you just gave us your opinion with that drop there, but I, I, just, I think he wants Alex Smith. I'm not interested in a 38-year-old quarterback with a bad leg coming in to save the franchise. It's just like, even if even for one year. I And maybe that's just because like, it's not that I don't think he's a capable quarterback, it's just that I'm scared to watch him play because I feel like every yes. time he gets touched, he's going to snap his leg in half. That was my reaction every single Sunday. And there, if you look at the game log, there are a couple of games against poor defenses and the Giants and the Lions. When he ended up racking up for 300 yards, I will tell you, I, I watched most of these games. He was not good. Six touchdowns, eight interceptions, and I think everyone had the same reaction studs. When he was dropping back, when pressure was coming from let's any defense, it was I think the Rams game really oh, stands God. out. Oh, wasn't that yeah, that, that was his first game out there? Holding my breath, like no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everyone saw the E60, and we know the story. He can't move behind this offensive line with what we were seeing in the first half yeah, of the I season. Yeah, I was I was just gonna say. You yeah. want to put that behind this offensive line? Now, yes, granted, they were better once they kind of figured out where they needed to put people, but they still weren't good. They were just And average. against bad defenses. Yes, and against bad defenses. Yes. So, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you, can't, you can't. You can't. Well, put it this way. Put it this way. So, it seemed like he was healthy enough to be out there for the playoff game, but season on the line... Ron Rivera decided that the best course of action was to go with Taylor Heineke against Tom Brady. That's that's what he decided. And they don't have a quarterback, and they've already moved on from Alex Smith. That tells me everything that I need to know. Great guy, terrific story, comeback player of the year, 
feel great for him. I don't walk, want him walking in as QB1 or QB2. If he's QB2 in this team, there's a good chance that he's going to be your QB1 at some point. So I, I don't have any interest. But when you start going down the line, if there isn't a, a couple other big trades after the Stafford one, after Wentz, what's the play? And I, I assume that's the reason they didn't want to slam the door. That's the reason. What do you think? 312 644 67 67. They can go for 12 or for 13. Absolutely. 312 644 67 67. I think we got an answer on A-Rob, by the way. We'll play that coming up. But also, Dan Orlovsky was terrific yesterday on ESPN, breaking down what the mentality of the Bears should be, something I've been preaching for months. We'll see if they're this aggressive. We'll get to that next. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is 670 The Score in the Radio.com app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There's a lot of that stuff that's going on, I think, now more than ever. You know, I think it it, it gives you guys something to write about, too, you know, and I, and I understand that. But I think with us, uh, I think that's when you lean on the relationships that you have in the league. Right now, you know, just me talking to GMs throughout the league, that's that's commonplace right now, regardless. And I think you lean on those relationships and you're able to quickly determine uh, what's real and what's not and, and different possibilities. And there'll be some things that might not even be in the media right now that are that are potential possibilities that, that we're talking about. And that's normal. That's normal every year. And I think that's where I lean on my relationships with my counterparts with other clubs. And I, I know Matt does the same thing. Is he telling us there are other quarterbacks that could be available right now? Is that what he's saying? Oh, Ryan, don't mess with us. Come on now. <laughs> Joe Ostrowski with you, Sports Radio 670, The Score. I am uh, responding to Pace, but also what I just witnessed on TV. Why do we have a matchup of two top six teams in college basketball happening at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Why? (sighs) Baylor favored by four against West Virginia. They take a big early lead, like, okay, the old Baylor Bears are back. And then West Virginia made their run. They're leading late second half. We end up forcing overtime. I'm on Baylor minus four. And just, we had the free throw game and with the fouls and all that. And uh, West Virginia had about five opportunities to cover in the final seconds. They did not. That was a winner. That was just a coin flip. Complete luck. If you had Baylor, 
you won that one. So uh, Baylor wins 94 to 89 over West Virginia in overtime. That was what they call a sweat. 312-644-6767. You can call or text that number, 847-TEXTER. Joe, I've been watching bad Bears quarterback since Bobby Douglas, but I couldn't watch Alex Smith. I was afraid for him every snap last year. Welcome to the club. That's how everybody felt. He was not great. Uh, The football team and Ron Rivera has moved on. They didn't want him out there for the playoff game. It seemed like he was available. But they didn't want him out there. I kind of hope the league does what they basically did with Wes Welker, where they just all kind of don't sign him. Like, yeah, you've had enough, oh. man. I'm like, yeah, you had enough. Just uh, go, go. <laughs> we don't need you anymore. So, it would, it wouldn't, it wouldn't quite be what they did with Colin Kaepernick, right? No, no, no. I mean, like with what, like Wes Welker just kind of like disappeared. Like you know, nobody like, sign him. Yeah, because yes. like he's got you know one too many head injuries. Like yeah, okay, <laughs> don't need to sign you. Yeah, let's. Let's not let's not do this. Let's not do this. So football team's like, yeah, we gave him a shot, and uh, we were scared too, just like you guys. But they kept trotting him out there. They needed somebody to play those games. Uh, let's listen to Dan Orlovsky from ESPN. So, sometimes Dan has become a bit of a hot take artist on some of those shows, but I felt he nailed this one, and I agree 100%. Here's Orlovsky on ESPN yesterday talking about the mentality the Bears should have right now when they're talking to other teams about potential QB traits. Get on the phone. Don't hang up. Get on the phone and do not hang up. I think that at the end of the day, both Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace have to ask themselves two questions and which one do they want to answer? Where am I going to be working in 2022? Or how do I build a roster without three first-round picks? I just think that's the reality is if they don't go get a real quarterback, if they don't go get a Deshaun Watson or a Russell Wilson, it's going to be very difficult for those guys to keep their jobs with just a bridge or a a potential substandard starting quarterback in the NFL. But go get one of those guys and you save your job. And it may cost you a lot, but you can figure it out later on. Figure it out when you have a football team that's in playoff contention because of the because of the defense that you have. You guys who know the movie Rounders, I'm a big movie person. I love the movie Rounders. There's the final scene where Matt Damon is talking to Teddy, Teddy KGB, and he's like, you know, uh, I'm going all in. And, and they, the, the river card is the ace. And he's like, there's no way that ace helped you. And he's like, you're right, I didn't. I flopped the nut straight. Those first-round picks aren't going to help you guys unless you go get a quarterback, then they saves you your job. So you got to get on the phone, don't hang up, go all in. Dan Orlovsky on ESPN yesterday. It's the first time I've ever heard of How are they not doing that? Right? Like, he's become a hot take artist, but that should be their mentality. See, see, are we in a trick bag, studs, though? Because we also don't want them to sacrifice the future. So if Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy are going to be fired after one year, do we want them giving up multiple first-round picks for a car? Would you go down or somebody else you know all right i guess this is i was actually thinking about this today even before i saw the dan orlovsky clip so i think that i'm not i don't think i'm alone in feeling like this because i think that danny parkins feels the same way and a lot of other bears fans like i do not care anymore i want a good quarterback i don't care yes trade whatever you want i am sick of watching garbage at that position 
They can build another good defense. They've proven <laughs> over the last 50 years they can build a good defense whenever the hell they feel like it. Go get a good quarterback. I don't care what it takes. If it's Russell Wilson, if it's Deshaun Watson, if it's trading up for you know a guy like Zach Wilson, who I'm really high on coming into the coming out of the draft. I, like, You're gonna have to get doesn't to matter two. to me. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I think because he's probably gonna go that high, but I just yeah. I don't care. Do whatever it takes, and I think they should have the same mentality. If they can bring a good quarterback to Chicago, they'll be praised to no end. Yeah, and if it's Watson, Russ, or Dak, we remove all doubt, right? Now we don't have to be concerned. Like you brought up Zach Wilson or trading up for another quarterback. We don't have to be worried about Ryan Pace messing it up again because we know what they can do. And if it doesn't work, it's on the coach and his system and his play calling. So then you can move on there. But if you get one of those guys, it does. I don't care. Where are all these great first-rounders? Okay, Roquan, cool. Sorry, like Roquan, talented player. He's going to be really good for a long time. If I can get a QB1, a top 12 guy in the league, peace. I'm starting and any, conver- to- <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm starting any yeah. conversation for for Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson with two first-rounders and any two players on the defense. That's how I open the call. Here, here's the thing. Let's look at it from the perspective of the other teams. Because if any of these teams are truly available, there are multiple offers, multiple calls. And it's about uh, figuring out the most desperate team, which the Bears should be now. If if you're looking at the Bears, okay, they they did make the playoffs last year, even though they were eight and eight. They did make the postseason. We'll see how they handle it this year if they're still going to have that extra spot. You're already a playoff team. You're already in the twenties before I give you competent to really good, maybe great quarterback play. So that means if I'm trading for three ones, that you're giving me a twenty. And then probably a couple more that are between 25 and 32, right? That's how I would look at it, too. So whichever team these quarterbacks go to, they're going to be a lot better. They're going to be instant contenders in most situations. Unless it's the Jets. (laughs) Who knows? If you're sending them to the Jets, maybe not. Maybe. Dolphins? They should be. Bears, absolutely. Great Nate with the combination of Trubisky and Foles. But if I'm Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, because I think they're, they collaborate, right? They tell us that. So they're working together on this, and it's probably Nagy with the final say. I don't care what it costs. I don't care. You have to, cle- you have to get rid of guys just for money and the cap's going down, I don't care. Like Sud said, you can rebuild the defense. If Pace is still here, he's proven that he can find guys in rounds three and four that'll contribute. See, and they work the free work in free agents. Like they work that. I, exactly, I, I don't like, care what it costs. Ryan Pace built the best defense in the NFL in 2018, and one of those guys on that defense was a first round pick, and that's Leonard. Fo- or I guess Roquan Smith was a rookie that year, but. Leonard, right. like R- Leonard Floyd, who wasn't even that good at that point, was the only other first round pick. Everything else was, you know, he brought in Klimak via trade. He found Eddie Goldman in the third round, and he brought he signed Co- Co- Akeem Hicks in free agency. So there's other ways to get great defensive players. You don't need a first round pick to get that. 
second round picks. I don't know what Cole Komet's going to be. I think I like Jalen Johnson. We'll see how the shoulder holds up for his career. They didn't have a one or a two in 2019. Um, you know, James Daniels, he wasn't available. Anthony Miller, second round pick. He's been a bust, and they moved up for him. Shaheen, we know about. <laughs> we talk about 2017 draft. He was another two. I, I, it doesn't matter, and these guys are going to be playing for a while too, so it does. It doesn't matter. But to my point, a little bit ago to start the show, the reason they're not slamming the door on Trubisky even as much as they'd like to is because they might take a swing and miss on all of them. They could, and it could be. Ryan Fitzpatrick Bridge, Jameis Winston Bridge, Alex Smith Bridge. Those could be your options. Probably worst case scenario. All three of those studs, are they upgrades over Mitchell Trubisky? Ooh. Now uh, it's a debate. Let me think right? here. I I don't know if I I think Ryan I don't know how to answer that question. Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah. like I could say I could make an argument for almost any of them to be better, but I could also flip side with, oh, but Trubisky can do this well and Ryan Fitzpatrick can't do that well. And like the, no, all of them have their flaws, which is why they're all up in the air. Like honestly, of those, if you're giving me like a not one of these top tier guys, I'd rather just sign Jameis Winston and enjoy the ride of the chaoticness that is his play than, than deal with Ryan Fitzpatrick's six interception game that he's going to have at some point in the season. Now, Ryan Pace did throw out there today that you can't be reckless. Trading, let's say it's three ones and a defensive starter or two. Trading three ones and a defensive starter or two for a quarterback that's going to be here for maybe eight years, like if it's Russell Wilson, that's not being reckless at all. That's not reckless. Doing whatever you have to do to get Deshaun Watson in a Bears uniform, not reckless. Not reckless at all. I, I know people go crazy when they hear Ryan Pace say George and Ted, but they have bosses and they should have bosses. And Pace and Nagy, the two of them, since they are linked together, they're both on the hot seat going into the season. They better answer to someone. I don't want Ryan Pace ruining the future of the franchise just to get a quarterback that that might be top 20. I mean, that's what we were saying about Nick Foles. When things are right, maybe he's top 20, maybe. And he clearly isn't. We learned that last season. 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. After hearing what the general manager and the head coach had to say about Allen Robinson, without just giving us all the details... Feels like we know what the plan is now. Is A-Rob going to be with the 2021 Bears? We'll let you know what they had to say next. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is 670 The Score on the Radio.com app. Um, you know, I would say it's an open line of communication. Again, I mean, um, we haven't spoke to them for some time now, you know, but um, it definitely still is an open line of, of communication. I've always said that, you know, I'll be here if they'll have me. You know, that's the main thing. And, again, um, even, even dating back to the season for myself, you know, it wasn't – it wasn't too much of frustration. You know, I just was trying to do what was best for myself. You know, again, um, at the same time, you know, as far as the contract and things like that, you know, if I wasn't going to get a contract extension, you know, I understood that, you know, and for myself, you know, it just was, you know, weighing, weighing all my options and weighing as far as it would be best. 
Alan Robinson appearing on Sirius XM. I'm Joe Ostrowski, Sports Radio 670. The score about an hour from now, 745, we will go to DePaul Marquette. It is the final game of the Blue Demon season, and a strange one. It's been so many of their games postponed or canceled throughout the year, but we do have DePaul Marquette wrapping up the regular season. 745, your coverage on Sports Radio 670. The score. So, um, yeah, as far as the receivers, we get, I want to play you the Allen Robinson stuff from both the GM and the head coach today. But just bringing our conversation off the air to on the air, that is just happening with uh, executive producer Adam Sadzinski during the break. <laughs> We're talking about the situation with the receivers, and we have a receiver slash running back slash recruiter on the Bears. But is he even recruiting for the Bears? And I'm talking about Corderell Patterson. He's posting pictures with Russell Wilson. Remember when he was tweeting at Deshaun Watson about coming over here? Um, guys, do you, do you know Patterson's a free agent? Does anybody know that? Is he going to be signed? So I, it seems I to tweeted. Me, oh, sorry. It seems <laughs> yes. to me like no, I don't ahead. think he'd be doing the things he's doing if he didn't feel like he's going to be back. So maybe they have talks in the work or whatever, but like. That or he's just advocating for himself, too. Like, hey, I want to be here. Bring me back. You know how we look for all these different clues and A-Rob when he likes certain tweets, stuff like that? So um, I quote tweeted Patterson's picture that he posted of himself with Russell Wilson, right? And and I said, "Uh, guys, I don't think you realize that Patterson's a free agent, too. I wasn't talking about Ross. I was talking about, obviously, A-Rob. And Patterson liked the tweet. <laughs> Just saying, stuff. Yeah, so he's advocating for himself. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. It's like, hey, maybe he's recruiting Russ to wherever he goes. Maybe it's not the Bears. No idea. But I, I think the Bears certainly want it back. But they're probably going to have to cut loose some players on defense because of the cap situation. And Pace was talking about that today. Joe Ostrowski here, Sports Radio 670, the score. But Pace also discussed Allen Robinson. He knew these questions were coming. Uh, Take a listen to what the general manager going into year number seven had to say. I know in January you mentioned the franchise tag is an option. Uh, He's been pretty open about the way he feels about that tag. How, if anything, does that impact your decision knowing the way he feels about it? Yeah, I, you know, I think we got to look at it. Um, you know, obviously we have a ton of respect for Allen. Um, and then, you know, we have to do what's best for the Bears too. And so, you know, we consider everything. The league uh, gives us the franchise tag as, a, as an option. You know, they're, they're, that tool's there for a reason. Um, we haven't made a, a firm decision on any of that yet, uh, but we know we have that at our disposal. Ryan, are you committed to bringing Allen back for 2021, regardless of what it takes, whether it's a new contract or franchise tag? Are you counting on him? Can you ensure that he's going to be on the Bears in 2021? We're, hey, we, we love Allen Robinson. He's a great player for us, Jason. We know that. And not just not just the player, but the, the teammate professional that he is. Um, again, the franchise tag is an option for us. It doesn't mean we're necessarily going to use that. Uh, but we want to keep our good players. And, and Allen is a good player for us. By all accounts, he's been the perfect player for you and your culture on and off the field, what he's delivered uh, in the locker room. Typically, you've rewarded those types of players with contract extensions. This case obviously went a little bit longer than you guys expected. Are you concerned at all 
how others on the team on your roster might view the situation if it continues to drag on into the spring and the summer? Yeah, you know, Adam, we have a, um, a history, you know, of extending our, our players, as you mentioned. And, you know, we usually find a way to make that work. I think the proof's kind of in the pudding with that. And every one of them's different, you know, and every one of them's personal. And that's why you're, 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 I'm sensitive. And I hope you guys understand about talking about that in the media, but it's, you know, it's a process and, you know, it takes, it takes both sides to work through that. And, um, and every one of them's unique. And I do like to lean on our history. I think Joey Lane does a great job of, of working through that and building relationships with those agents. And, you know, Alan, um, has a really good agent um, that we've worked with in the past. And it's, it's a process though. And we're kind of, we're kind of going through that. There's Ryan Pace today. We want to keep our good players. Okay. Doesn't that tell you that Alan Robinson is going to be back? Cause he went on to say that he's one of our good players. You have a history of extending your guys, locking up your guys. This contract should be simple. What are they waiting for? Why don't they want to get this deal done? The comps are there. Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen. It all makes perfect sense. But for some reason, there's been a snag here. Why? Based on everything that Allen Robinson has said, it sounds like he wants to be a Chicago Bear. But something is preventing the Bears from making this move. All right, what about the head coach when he was asked about A-Rob? Here's Matt Nagy meeting with the media this afternoon. I think this might be kind of a, a first for you here where you have a guy of that profile who's going to be a free agent. Uh, how do you view it from your spot as a head coach? Because obviously Ryan and Joey take care of the business side of it, and you know what he brings to your offense. So what role do you play, and how do you kind of uh, – what's your perspective on that? Kevin, the biggest thing is anytime you get into these type of situations with these players um, across the league, uh, it, it's it's never easy, it, it's never fun, but it's real. And there, that, that process – is what you try to do ultimately, right, is you try to get to that win-win in a perfect scenario. Uh, A-Rob knows how much we love him. A-Rob knows, um, you know, how, how much that me as a head coach and Ryan as a general manager, the importance that he brings to, to this city, to the organization, to his teammates, to all of us. Um, and then now you run into, you, you know, this, the things that he has done with us and the things that we have done for him being able to, to help him be productive. Uh, now you, you get to this point, and this is where Ryan and Joey will do their thing, and, and A-Rob and, and his agent work together, and you just try to figure out, okay, where is it a win-win? And um, from, from my perspective, I just I let them do that, that part. And, um, again, I've had a million conversations with A-Rob in three years, and, and he's well aware of what he means to, to all of us. And this is just the business side. And there's, we're not the only team in the NFL that's dealing with this right now. There's Matt Nagy with the media today talking about Allen Robinson, his star receiver, his only real star player on offense. I guess you could make a case to David Montgomery and what we saw in the uh, final stretch of the season there. Certainly sounds like Allen Robinson is going to be a bear in 2021. It's just a matter of, is he going to be a happy bear? Meaning uh, guaranteed money, contract extension, or is it going to be here on the tag? Players made it clear, I don't want to be here on the tag. Please don't do that. But it sounds like the Bears are leaving that open as an option. and It might be the route they go. Hmm. Some reason they do not want to lock him up long term. Don't know why. Maybe they all leave together, right? 
Bears have a poor season, the general manager and the head coach are probably going to be fired, and maybe Allen Robinson goes somewhere else. I don't know, but they want to keep their good players. Well, they do on their own terms. I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. You need playmakers. This office doesn't have many of them. I've said this repeatedly that the only case that I could make is the offense is bad with Allen Robinson. It's not because of Allen Robinson, but they're not scoring enough points. So if you don't have him here, depending on how much money he's asking for, how much worse can you get? You can slide down a few more slots because they're not scoring enough points. Joe Ostrowski with you, 312-644-6767. Paul in Palos Park is out and now on 670, the score. Hey, Paul. Hi, Joe. How are you doing tonight? Doing all right. What's on your mind? Good. Um, I'm just, I think we're putting too much emphasis on a quarterback position. I think the Bears more so need to concentrate on their offensive line and wide receivers and running back because if you have all those in place, the quarterback will succeed no matter what quarterback you put in there. If they don't have good protection or good running backs or good wide receivers, their quarterback will not succeed. What do you think? Uh Quality quarterback will elevate the play of everyone around them on offense. That's what I think. I get it. Yes, if if you you put a quarterback in a perfect position. But, Paul, I just don't think that's reality. How many times do you see this? Okay, we're going to have a great offensive line. We're going to have playmakers in the backfield and on the outside, and we're going to have a playmaking tight end for Matt Nagy's offense. Is that easier to accomplish or just get the the talented quarterback that will raise the level of play uh, with everyone around him? Well, how do they do that? How would would a quarterback tell the offensive lineman to block properly for him so he's not getting destroyed? Like Mahomes was during the Super Bowl, he got destroyed. They 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 couldn't protect him. If you can't protect him, how how good was Mahomes that game? He wasn't very good, was he? But we're picking out one game. We're picking out one game, and that was that is a very talented front going against one of the best defenses in the NFL. If you want to pick out the example of when the Chiefs lost both of their offensive tackles, okay, sure, it'll work for you. Yeah, Bucks won the game because of their defense. There's no hiding that. We all understand, even though Brady was the MVP, that's not why they ended up winning that game. They won because of that front. Chiefs also didn't have an offensive tackle to play. That was the issue there. So if you want to go extreme, we can go extreme. But the quickest path to winning for an extended period of time is is getting a quality quarterback. Sure. I mean, okay, let's put it this way. When Nick Foles was at his best, what was around him? Perfection. Perfection. An elite offensive line, one of the best tight ends in the game, and weapons on the outside and in the backfield. That's why he succeeded. That's why he's going to be called a Super Bowl winning quarterback for the rest of his life. So do you think the Bears are going to be able to do that? How's the strike rate early on in drafts under Ryan Pace? When do you get tackles? When do you get quality tackles? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.